Hi everyone, I'm Summer. I'm Carrie. And this is Hopoxia Podcast. Join us to talk about sex, drugs, and self-improvement. Okay, so I'm finally feeling better after several weeks of just feeling horrific. Um, but now, you know, I have all these projects that have piled up, so I'm like trying to get them, trying to at least make progress on some of them. And I don't know, it's, I'm getting some things done, but it never feels like enough. And but I don't also don't want to overdo it and end up back, you know, yeah, in bed, pretty I'm much anytime I'm not working. Up. Yeah, so it's like I keep hearing you in my voice. Your your see, I can't even talk right. I'm so sorry. Your voice in my head telling me to slow down. Sometimes you have to rest. I'm not good at that, obviously. I've been pushing really, really hard at the gym, and uh, I just canceled class today, so like I can't. So I stayed in bed for like two hours, and it was glorious. Nice, love that. So, how is it going at the gym? Are you still enjoying that? Is it still helping you feel better? Love it. I just pushed like really hard yesterday and like this last week um, because I liked the classes like the layout or not the layout the template for him and so I like just pushed really hard and then today I was just like I don't think I want to do it today I'll try again Tuesday <laughs> but try again later and there's nothing wrong with that it's been going really good I'm down like 25 pounds and like my blood pressure has been staying really good and like my okay. uh blood panel that I got was like really improved from the last one that I did so oh good good so you're seeing results yeah get healthy or that's good very excited. I had to order new clothes today, though, because my pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> That's always the worst part. It's like, I feel like like we should just be given clothes. Like, I agree. Like, like my punishment for like your punishment for doing all of these things to make yourself healthier is that your clothes don't fit and you have to spend money to replace them. Like, <laughs> kind of sick joke is this? I, thankfully, like Old Navy was having a sale today for like the next yes. three days and everything's 40 percent off. And I was like. We love yes. a good sale. Love so good I sale. got like two hundred dollars worth of clothes for like a hundred bucks, and I was like, "Yes, please, I need right? these things because I need them for work. Pants don't fit, and I need them for the gym because my like stretchy leggings don't fit anymore because not because they're like stretched out, but just because like I'm not the right size for the it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't have a problem with my clothes not fitting anymore right now. Um, my problem is clothes don't last long enough like mm -hmm. I, I am personally offended right now that I realized I like I only own one t-shirt that doesn't have a hole in it and all my yoga pants have are, are, are really thin and have folds mm -hmm. in them and they're only two years old I looked back at when I bought them yeah I mean why the hell I wasn't doing that last forever I like my favorite pair of leggings that I have were from old Navy and I had them for like two or three years and I have like one little tiny hole like in the knee just from like going to the gym which doesn't bother me because I can just like sew that up or something but they discontinued the type of leggings and I missed. Why is so it I'm, always when you find one that's your favorite, then they discontinue it? They had like four pairs of them and I wore them for like years, but I guess they were lasting too long. So people weren't buying them. And Old Navy was like, they're not selling. So we should discontinue. Uh, fuck you, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Just want my leggings. Right? Oh my God. Well, I do. I, I did get like a half a dozen flannel shirts the other day my oldest uh, son I was over at his house and he's like you know they're too big for him because he's a very tiny person um very tall and, and skinny and so they're <laughs> way too big for him and so he offered to give them to me and I'm like why do you have so many 
flannel shirts that are way too big for you because I'm like, surely you didn't buy things that are two sizes <laughs> too big, right? They were my grandpa's, the one who died a I couple years it. ago. So I will now I'll be living in these. So I will, I, and they're nice, the, the nice thick flannels like we had in the 90s. They're not like the new thin ones. So they should last for years. So at least these will um, last a long time. Yeah. I haven't figured out yet how to what, how to get them to just let me wear them to work. I don't think I'm going to be able to sell that one, but other than that, I will live in them. I wear mine to work, but I don't, my position is not like high up. <laughs> I don't even yeah. really go to the office. So. Well, I can definitely wear these on my work from home days, even if I have, um, what do you call them? Virtual yeah. meetings. Yeah. I think I can get by with it because like, you can't tell that it's not, you know, a, you know, a nicer fabric or whatever, but yeah, I think on the days I have, I still go into the office one day a week. I don't think I can. I don't think I can sell that. <laughs> My supervisor literally does not care. <laughs> I go up in there with like baggy jeans on, docks, uh, flannel, and like a t-shirt on, no makeup, hair, and like a ponytail. And she was like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "I'm here." She literally never says anything about me. <laughs> well, we got an email last week. Uh, dress code reminders. So. I think I think, because, I think I should wait for a minute before I start posting <laughs> the limits. Yeah, I think because I know uh, like the office I work out of, there were people wearing like leggings and like flip flops like on the hotter days, and like you can't yeah, wear open toe shoes or leggings because that's not like professional. I mean, neither are baggy jeans, but they're like nice jeans with no holes in them. Like they don't have anything like messed up with them, but they're not leggings. So like even I know better than to do that. Oh. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think they should just be happy that we're getting anything done. Cool. <laughs> I know people are wearing like pajamas for like their virtual meetings. So <laughs> if I'm wearing, I mean, I guess I have worn quote unquote pajamas, but it's basically a house dress that looks exactly like three of the shirt professional shirts that I own. So you can't tell what it is. And I've got a cardigan over it. So I wear like t-shirts and cardigans because I'm not dressing up for a virtual meeting. No, me either. At one point I have, I think it's still here somewhere. I have a designated cardigan here somewhere that I just leave <laughs> right here in front of the phone. Cause I have a phone stand here and then I have one in the back cause I've got the couch in the back of the van. And mm -hmm. so I've got a phone stand in each place. So wherever I feel like I want to sit at the moment to work. <laughs> and so I've got a, a wrap and a cardigan that just sit here so I can take my meetings. I have uh a flannel that i keep at my desk just for like the colder days and then i have like a really thick cardigan that i keep with me and i wear both of them up to the office like those are the only two things i need right yeah i don't know usually on my work from home days i'm just wearing like a, a tank top or something so i have to throw, so i have to throw something on before the meetings <laughs> if i don't have meetings that day i'm wearing like a tank top with no bra and like sweatpants so <laughs> like if nobody's gonna see me right I keep my camera turned off with a little slider thing so nobody knows. It's fine. My only problem is I, I used to do that and that's how I got started just leaving the cardigan where I'm working at is because my direct supervisor will just call me sometimes randomly yeah. in between her meetings and I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I need a shirt to put on. <laughs> that's what, like, I keep them by my desk too for that reason. But right? if I don't have anything scheduled, no bra, t like t-shirt and sweatpants every day. <laughs> works. I mean... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We should be comfortable. I know I'm more productive when I'm comfortable. Same. Same. I did uh, start doing like what our friend told me to do, like wearing tennis shoes and stuff, like even when I'm working from home, because then my brain is like, oh, got to do things. And that's helped a lot too. 
that is helping. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I used to just be like barefoot or like in house shoes or whatever, and I would just sit there and like not do anything. And I don't know if it's just because I didn't feel like I was at work. I don't know. But as soon as I put like shoes on, like actual shoes, like socks, shoes, my brain's like, we're at work now. <laughs> Unfortunately, my brain doesn't work that way, but I'm glad it works for you. Definitely <laughs> keep doing it. ADHD meds helps you. So. Yeah, so about that. <laughs> I still haven't made that appointment. <laughs> I tried to call. I'm going to call them for you. <laughs> yeah. Are you just it. calling like your regular doctor or are you going to go to like the clinic? The clinic is my regular doctor. Well, there's like an ADHD clinic in the city. And that's like all they do is specialize in that. Oh, no. I go to the doctor down in the Choctaw Nation Clinic in Idaho. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. The ADHD clinic is virtual, so you never have to like go in there. And they do, they set up your testing for, it is like kind of expensive. Like it's $200 for the testing just to like get diagnosed, like to make sure. Cause they have- I have to pay them $200 for something I already know. Cause I was diagnosed in like third grade. This isn't a mystery. <laughs> well, if you're already diagnosed, I don't know if it's like different. I wasn't officially diagnosed like ever because the- Well, I can put my hands on those records though. That was damn near 40 years ago. You might well, I mean, I'm exaggerating. 35 years ago. <laughs> you might call and ask because uh, I'd never been officially diagnosed because the doctors didn't think that I did because I didn't present the stereotypical way, which is based on little white boys. And I'm not a little, I wasn't a little boy. So I was just like, never, I never shut up for my whole entire life. And that is like a very big sign of it when you have ADHD as a girl, I guess. So, but I did like the computer testing where... Mm -hmm. Like it monitors like how well you can pay attention and like remember things and i failed it miserably so. <laughs> see i was evaluated like i had the full eval um at school and everything um in third grade i guess at the end of third grade over the summer or whatever um <laughs> and their solution was my parents were very anti-meds right and they always have been they still are um so their solution was well she's smart enough and she's above grade level we're just going to skip fourth grade so they just stuck me in fifth grade. <laughs> it was just like, right. And I honestly, I was, I'm one of those who could like, I just knew how to game the test, right? Because everything's standardized testing. So I could just like every time you can read a question and there's all, only two of the four answers that are even remotely possible. And yeah. if you can, you know, kind of read in the, um, the inferences and the way it's worded, you can usually come up with the right answer. So I could score high on the tests even when I had no idea. Like they, there was a Duke talent search. Duke University did this talent search thing when I was in um, seventh grade, I think. And mm -hmm. what they did was they had like, you know, all these students from all over the place take the ACT test. And why, why the fuck the ACT? I don't know. But I, I, first of all, I was from a family where nobody had been to college at that point. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what the ACT test was. <laughs> Certainly didn't study for it. And I got a 19 when I took it in seventh grade. Just because I could read, mm -hmm. just because I understood how to game standardized tests. I didn't know a damn thing about anything they asked me on that test. <laughs> but because I was scoring yeah. so high, see my meandering in this story, uh, because I was scoring so high, no, everybody was like, ah, she doesn't need any mm -hmm. anything. There's no interventions needed. She's doing fine. I, they wanted, my mom said they wanted to do that to me in like first or second grade. I don't remember because I was like the same way. Like I was bored all the time in class and that's why I got in trouble for talking all the time is because yes. I was bored. <laughs> Same. Because I went into kindergarten knowing how to read. Same. Okay. Which and I did I not know grade. at the time. 
Well, I didn't go to pre-K. We didn't have a local pre-K at that time. I that didn't come until later. And my mom has always been a big reader, so she ha- she was reading to me in the womb. So <laughs> I came out just reading. But. See, what I was doing was Holly was, t- you know, two years ahead of me. So she was always bringing home books from school. So I was just mm-hmm. reading all her books. I don't know how. I have no memory of actually learning how to read. Same. I, I have no did. idea how that happened. I just know <laughs> I was reading at three. And... Um, so I was reading when I went into kindergarten and I got in so much trouble always because my kindergarten, one of, we had two teachers in kindergarten. One of them was horrible and um, she hated me and she would call my mom and she would complain because, because I could read, I could read the instructions because, you know, they would give you all those worksheets. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I could read the instructions. And so I would read it and do it while she was talking and reading the instructions to the class. So by the time she finished the reading the instructions the second time, I'm turning in my paper. And she's complaining to my mom about this. And mom's like, okay, but does she do it right? Well, yeah. Then I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're asking for me from me here. And so then I was always getting in trouble then because she didn't know what to do. I'm like, just give me something to do because I would start talking to people at my table, right? And so then in first grade, I had already, because Holly was bringing home all of her stuff, I was, oh, I used her real name, didn't I? I don't usually do that. Um, oops. Um, <laughs> so because she was bringing all that stuff home, I'd already done all the readings, right? So I brushed through them real fast. So she started, first of all, she was trying to, she couldn't get me to stop talking to everybody because that's just what I do. So she stuck me in a corner and like put a bookcase between me and everybody else. And I would just move the books and talk to people. <laughs> so, so she started going over into the second grade and getting their books and bringing them to me, which would keep me busy. But by the time, but then when I went to second grade, I had already done all that. <laughs> And so then the second grade teacher was like furious about because she didn't know what to do with me because I had already done all this shit. Yeah. And so my mom tried to tell her, well, this is what her first grade teacher did. And she said, that's not my job. My job is to teach second grade. And so I just stayed in trouble all year. (laughs) Yeah, same. We had in kindergarten, we had this because I went to not my hometown's like elementary school. I went to the other one in town. That you have to live in like a certain like addition to go to um just by chance and so i went to that one and our kindergarten had this big like tree house like built in the classroom that had like the upstairs was like bedrooms and the downstairs was like kitchen and living room so you could like play house or whatever and so i would always try to get all of my work done really fast so i could go play in it because it was my favorite thing in the whole world because it was so cool to me it was it was the best in the whole world but I would always try to get my stuff done really quick and I would get in trouble for it because I wasn't listening to them reading the instructions because I already read it. And so I would get my stuff done and I would get in trouble and I always did it right like you did. And I would get in trouble and have to go sit by like the little timeout area because they thought that I like cheated somehow and like read the teacher's thing. And I was like, but I'm still reading. So like I- Right, this is what's the problem. <laughs> and they put us in like these little buckets <laughs> like for timeout, like those big like buckets with like the- like fiber handles or whatever we had to sit in those that was your time out yeah we had like a wall with like the red yellow green like pull off things and we had them as like gumballs and if you got like the red gumball you had to sit in the little bucket for time out you have no idea how much i would have loved them to just stick me in that damn bucket just, like, and i don't have to deal with anybody <laughs> right like i can have my whole i can create my own little world in this bucket and nobody's bothering me i would have been in timeout all day <laughs> see i was a social like little kid like as much as I don't like being social now, like I freaking loved it as like a kid. Like that's all I wanted to do was like play with the other kids. And so being put in the bucket, I was miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely more social when I was younger before my PTSD happened. Um, 
but yeah, I could definitely create my own little world if I was by myself. I was never, I was not a kid that understood what board meant because I could just create my own, <laughs> I can create my own entertainment. I get in trouble all the time for like being outside for hours, just like not doing shit, just like playing with like the dogs and like collecting sticks and building houses and making potions out of moss and dirt. Like you just described my average day. <laughs> it was fun. And I had a good time. I don't know why they were mad. I mean, I still do that. That sounds like my whole day here. Same. I'm just, Same. I'm just the scary wood witch out here. Well, my mom didn't care. It was my grandparents. My mom was like, please go outside and leave me alone. <laughs> Cause if I didn't have any friends to play with that day, because the neighborhood kids were like inside or whatever, I bugged her because she's my mom, you know, I got a bugger. Right. No. Yeah. When mom, before mom went to school, she went, she went back to school when I was eight. So before that, when she was home all the time, it was definitely a household where you got sent outside and locked outside and you weren't allowed to come back in during the day. Yeah. So you can come back in when the street lights are on. Like, we would have, well, we, <laughs> we never got left out that long because they always came up with work for us to do before that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was definitely, you don't come back in until we call you. Yeah. So. When we got computers, that sounds like way a long time ago. <laughs> when I say, when we got computers, I was allowed to like be inside and play like computer games. And I would play with my mom and her boyfriend and we would have LAN parties, which makes me feel even older. And I would absolutely demolish my mom and her friends with the computer games because they were like shooter games. And I would just wreck them all <laughs> as a seven year old. <laughs> That's funny. They would get so mad. Like, I don't know if you've ever like played games with like 20 something year old men like computer games or video games or whatever like they rage anyway when they lose yeah they act the like rage they horrible seven year old girl beats them so good <laughs> why are men <laughs> I, i've been asking myself that question a lot lately <laughs> That's, um, oh my lord <sighs> not my fault i'm just a genius at computer games i don't, I don't have to tell you <laughs> I will take your word for that. I, I don't need you to beat me to believe you on that. <laughs> I promise you will beat me. I have not played. I haven't played a computer game since I was a kid. I, yeah, I haven't played on the computer in so long. I just have to play on my Xbox now, and I prefer more games like House Flipper now that I'm currently addicted to. I play for hours every day. And what do you do in this game? So in see, the this game, tells you I don't know what's happening. You buy houses and flip them and then sell them basically it <laughs> like you buy the houses and you like can renovate the inside of the house and like demolish the walls and build new ones and paint them and decorate them and put all kinds of furniture in them and then sell it i, I feel like that's I just going to remind me of all the projects i haven't done in my own house yet oh it definitely does for me because like in the beginning like whenever you buy like a new house whatever they're absolutely trashed <laughs> and like so dirty and i'm like cleaning up the dishes and like the messes in those houses ignoring the dishes in my room <laughs> I mean, if you, if, you, if you ever get the urge to to clean maniacally, my house is always open <laughs> to you. So I'm going to do after this. I took my meds this morning, and I usually don't take them on the weekends just to give myself a break. But I took them today just specifically so that I would start cleaning things. So that's my main goal after we finish today. <laughs> I did clean up today, you know, which honestly, being in a small space, you don't really have any choice but to clean up. You can't. <laughs> but also, I downsized so much. Like... I can no longer be one of those people who only does laundry every other week. Like I literally don't have that many clothes. I can't leave dishes more than two days because if I do, I won't have anything to eat off of or yeah. cook with. <laughs> so downsizing actually what I owed has kind of made me I've tried do those to things. do that. <laughs> like 
I hid most of the dishes in the house, like, so we wouldn't use them. So we would stop just leaving dishes everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but somehow we keep accumulating more cups. Not so much like bowls, but like whatever. It's just cups. They're just disappearing. Cups everywhere. <laughs> and I don't know how, but I hid most of the dishes so that we would actually like wash them instead of leaving piles everywhere, which has helped. It's just you got to tackle the cups now. Just give everybody one cup. That's it. <laughs> you know, when I had five kids in my house, I did. That's what I did. I had, um, actually, I think I have one of those sets here. So I got those sets of dishes, those of kids' dishes, okay? Mm -hmm. I happen to have some sitting right here to, um, because I bought them to take camping, right? So they each have the different colors. Mm -hmm. And each person got their one color. And so everybody had one plate and one bowl and one cup. And if you didn't wash your dishes, then I'm sorry. I guess you're going to have to do that now before you eat dinner. <laughs> we tried to do that last summer, like when Target was selling their like pride collection, like plates and cups and stuff. And we were going to do that. And then we just didn't because there's three of us. <laughs> so we kept all six of the colors out just so that we would all have like two plates and two cups. But then we've somehow accumulated more cups. We still only have like those plates and like six bowls out. Just everybody has like two. But we have so many cups. And I don't know. So where are all the cups coming from? Is, is somebody that lives in your house just like a cup thief that steals cups everywhere they go and brings them home? I don't know. Because, like, we have, like, those old, like, the plastic, like, cups or whatever that you got at, like, Rib Crib or, like, mm -hmm. Hertz or whatever. We have a bunch of those. And I thought that we put them up, but I guess they just stayed out. <laughs> so, and then we have cups from, like, other restaurants that we have accumulated and, like, tumblers for, like, water. We have so many. I have, like, one water bottle that I use now just for, like, my water. And then I have another, I have, like, two other cups in here. One of them is for watering the plants. So that doesn't count. <laughs> The other one I had lemonade in, so I put that <laughs> in the kitchen. I, I just don't know how this, how we got to this point. I, I don't either, but, but that's okay. That's okay. Fine. This is what happened. All right. But two people with ADHD together. Right? It would just, <laughs> it's just normal to us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. And to be sure you never miss an upload, make sure you turn your notifications on. And please come join us on social media so we can continue these conversations in between episodes. You'll find us at Hapoxia Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.